0: Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated's Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Spatano. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast.
1: Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Hey, Jess.
0: Hey, Char. Woo! We had a doozy of a Monday. We did. I mean, you did, but well, it felt like me the, the by The internet extension. did. The internet. This did. story's like gone everywhere now. So we're gonna start this week. Normally we start with a rundown, but we know why you're all here this week. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start with a new segment. Give the people what they want. Yeah, we're gonna start with a new segment called Beef Club, <laughs> which is, is not about steaks it's not or about beef Costco. jerky.
1: Like steak sale, you're not getting Omaha not Steaks g- sent to your door. No, <laughs> this is about Although, internet fight. We should get this segment sponsored by Omaha Steaks.
0: Yeah, Omaha Steaks. If you're out there, <laughs> we have a segment for you to sponsor. Um, but basically,
1: Jess, let I'm me let, let you me start from the top. Okay. What happened? Yes. So basically, as everyone knows, Carrie Underwood sings the Sunday Night Football theme song, mm-hmm. and in years past, it's been. Waiting all day for Sunday night, and everyone, which and everyone it's been, loves. Oh, Sunday yes. night, and which says, is my personal favorite. Right, and she says Al and Chris are the best on TV, which she doesn't say anymore. Which does she not think that they're the best on TV? Well, anyways, um, so this year i say year, we could ask her, but <laughs> this year, week one, the song, the new song came out, and it's called "Game On," and a lot of people on Twitter and around the entire internet have been saying how much they don't like the song. And or, how much they miss the old one. And right. I want to preface this with saying that Jess and I are probably
0: the two biggest Sunday Night Football fans I've ever I love met. I Sunday like, Night Football. We once had a private text conversation where I was like, Jess, <laughs> Chris and Al are amazing. Like, I love, like, an earnest conversation where I was just like, I love this so much. It's a good broadcast. Yeah. It's probably, like, the one of the best. It probably is the best. I think it's, it's a best NFL broadcast. And I also think that there are a lot of traditions that accompany this broadcast yes. that fans then latch onto, And the song is definitely one of them. Yes. So, and it's been so good in the
1: past that we were disappointed right. when it wasn't as good. Um, so it's week 15 now. And for the last eh, 15 Sundays, people have been like, every time the song comes on, you see it all over Twitter. People are like, Sunday night, this game on is not my real dad. Well, I tweeted that. Tweets of that nature. I tweeted that. That one was Charlotte. But more, if you search it, you'll find tweets. Yeah. Don't, don't search it. But like, if you really wanted to. Right. Um, (laughs) So I tweeted a joke. So, oh, so Chris, back to Chris. Oh, yeah. Chris as we talked about a few weeks ago, slid, he slides into the frame. Mm -hmm. He slid in from the opposite side on Sunday night. And people were like shook. I was shook. I actually have a quote from their executive
0: producer. Oh. Sunday night football executive producer, Frank Adeli, quote, we saw the great reaction that this has been getting. So we decided to wink at the admirers by having Chris come in from the other side. We hope everyone enjoyed it. They winked at us. They winked at us. That's a great quote. Isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Maybe I'll put it in an article. Uh, if, Although I was like, what else am I going to write? Because then the, I was like, can I talk to Chris? And they're like, he's traveling. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> can I please talk to
1: Chris? And they're like, still traveling. Um, well, anyway, so back to the story. Yeah. Uh, so I tweeted, I tweeted, let me read my tweet. So I, I don't want to mix up my words. Yep. Um, I said, this is Sunday night. I love that NBC has been reading everyone's Collinsworth slide tweets because it means they've also been reading all the tweets about how much we hate the new Carrie Underwood song. Benign enough tweet. Yeah. Got a a lot of likes, I'll admit. Like, going into Monday morning, a couple thousand people had liked it. Mm -hmm. But, you know. So Sunday morning, or Monday morning, excuse me, I get out of the shower, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I see that Carrie Underwood has quote tweeted my tweet. What did she say, Jess? Read us what she said. I'll read what she said. She said... (laughs) (sighs) Sorry. Hey, I know my music isn't for everyone, but I love what I do, and I love being a part of at Sunday Night Football on NBC. Heart. I am one lucky lady. I also love women who build other women up. Just saying. Thumbs up. So... First of all, first of all, Carrie Underwood has eight million Twitter followers. Yes, and second of all, I mean, I should I go on my should I go on my rant now? Well, let let's just say for for let me finish the story. Yeah. So so she tweets this, and I'm like, I responded because I thought you know this is gonna blow over, whatever. I was like, no, like I love you. We just missed the old song, and like thought that like and normally she'd be like, thought, oh okay. I thought you know? maybe she'd respond and be like, oh like it's all good, you know, Twitter mob. Stop attacking this random woman who I just right. incited you to go after, um, and I, but she didn't. And then people were like, "Sick, backtrack," blah, blah, and I was like, "I wasn't backtracking. I never said that I I liked the song." Right. So then, like a few hours pass, and all of a sudden, it's on E and BuzzFeed mm-hmm. and all these like digital news publications, and they're like praising Carrie Underwood for clapping back at a fan. Or well, they, so- someone called me a fan, and I was like, "I think the tweet." Right. But whatever, right. I digress. Um, and I was like, OK, so I should probably tweet something else because clearly none of these reporters are going to ask me for a statement. No one right. had reached out to me. Um, so I tweeted like an apology tweet, I guess you could call it. Well, it was just it wasn't like it was a,
0: like, an it, was like a get, it was like a look, this is a thing now. Let's stop making right. a thing tweet.
1: Right. So I said, um, uh, hold on. I said, sorry that I dissed Game On in my tweet about Chris Collinsworth's slides. Mm-hmm. First of all, that is an objectively funny statement a, that I had yeah. to tweet. And I said, I didn't mean to upset Carrie or her fans, and I'm all about supporting women, too. I just missed waiting all day for Sunday night.
0: And when this was all happening, like, in the morning, and I told you, I was like, this will probably bro- blow over in, in, like, three hours. I've, I've been through... This is what's sort of gross to me about this entire thing is that I actually found myself saying to you like, wow, I'm surprised it took you this long to get into a, you know, a big Twitter fight. <laughs> I've had probably, you know, in my, I've been in this industry close to a decade now. I've probably had like four or five huge blowups. Some mm-hmm. of them have resulted in my parents getting hate calls at their house. Yeah. I've gotten death threats, rape threats. Like this is just the nature of the business. Right. And, and At first, though, you know, like, the whole thing was kind of funny at first. I thought it was
1: hilarious for, like, the first, like, nine and a half hours. And then you started getting threats. And then I started getting, like, people calling me the C-word on Instagram and saying, like, way worse things than that in my DMs. And, like, then I was like, holy shit. Like, when you're a celebrity and you have a following like that and maybe you know your fans are... I don't know the word for it, unhinged or will, like, fight no, I think to the it, death it, for like... you or whatever. But, like, th- it's kind of reckless to use your platform to quote someone else's tweet and, like, basically express your disapproval of what they're saying and then also accuse them of being a bad woman who doesn't build up other women, which obviously is incredible bullshit for her to say because I'm a, I'm a woman not only in one of the most male-dominated industries in any industry, but, like... I'm 24 years old and I... Like I don't know what I don't know what she was going for there, but uh, that seemed a little bit well, like here's my, a cheap shot.
0: Here's my I'm gonna I'm gonna say some stuff. Uh, criticizing another woman's work as a woman doesn't make you a bad feminist. I want to be held yeah. to the same well, standards as men, and like yeah. if you don't think my work is good, I don't think that is anything to do with my gender. And when Carrie Underwood used your criticizing her music, and not her, but her music, and not even her music, but a corporate jingle, that is using you know women supporting women. There is. A very weak argument and cheapens those actual arguments. And totally. So, my feeling, I find, I, I have a bit of a.
1: Go ahead. Yes, I mean,
0: I totally agree with that. I I find this whole news cycle disgusting. Um, When you're a celebrity, I think you have a responsibility to use your platform, Um, you know. And I have a fraction of the following that Carrie Underwood does, and yet I've largely stopped dunking on people or quote tweeting people because I think it's gross and a cheap way to get likes and attention and pats on the back and like, yes, queens. If that person has a significantly less following, even even if they're saying terrible things it's like the Twitter mob is such a real phenomenon and it is such a huge problem in this country that like even when I got into a fight with Ed Werder at ESPN who was who was being pretty sexist and I I knew I was right but at the end of the day after websites had picked it up and everyone was telling me I was right and getting these pats on the back I felt disgusting yeah I felt so gross and it's it's dogpiling and it's Irresponsible that news outlets picked up this story for you and glorified her, you know, clapping back at you when in fact she just leveled a charge at you that was garbage. And, you right. know, I,
1: I and, and and like to be fair, I never said like this song's bad. I literally said like we hate the song, as in like all of the Sunday Night Football fans, which I think is completely true. Granted, that like I don't know more over 4,000 people now have liked that tweet, so clearly, like, I mean, regardless of I know, whether and or it does, and, and that like, doesn't matter at all, like right. that is not what matters, but. I totally agree that sh- that it she clearly I think did it knowing that it would cause a backlash and make her look really good and like well sassy we can't speculate like I I don't You're know right. what right. she I don't know what she
0: expected but I do think that she started something and once you know you apologized and then said something and she just continued to let her fans pile on you. I don't know if she knew that. I don't know what was going on. But the thing about this kind of harassment is that it is so sad that it's become a rite of passage in this industry. And I've been through it a lot of times now. And it's not so much that like seeing all of the the tweets or the threats or it's not so much that you even if it gets to you or you take it seriously, it's just that it's relentless and exhausting. And it wears you and like anyone listening to this, do not go and attack Carrie Underwood and her fans. Do not continue this cycle. The only way to make this any of this internet culture world better is just by cutting it out and, and like pretend that when you talk to someone online, you're sitting across from them and you have to say it to their face.
1: Yeah. I It's like totally, to me, this is like one of the most absurd things that I have ever been a part of or see, even like seen. Mm-hmm. And there, there was definitely a point where it was like, this is, fucking hilarious like Carrie Underwood's fans are mad at me because I said I hate a song that's not even like a song on her album it's like no it's the Sunday night football theme song song. but then the more I like sat and thought about it I was like damn she really told me I was a bad woman and like people are like coming at me and so uh, like it is like the internet man I I it gener- makes me so sad i generally have a good experience on the internet mm-hmm. and we've talked about this before like we would always people always say like you know don't stay on twitter too long it'll you know your mental health be like blah blah, blah. and i've always been like man ah, that's never really been my experience on twitter like generally yeah. people are really nice to me and like the amount of dms that i got from people last night that were like hey like i'm so sorry this is happening like you're yeah. great and like that's like i can't even like begin to describe how how great that is like well it for every means, for every it nasty means a ton. right for every nasty dm there was like a a really nice one so and i
0: think that when these kinds of things happen like that is another side of it we don't talk about you know there yeah. is support but but what what gets even you know it it gets gross when it becomes this cycle and it's just like people choosing right. sides and being like no you're great and right. they suck. and it's like just can we just cut it out? Like, right. And it's disgusting that, you know, news outlets and... Yeah, I thought that, like, the fact not that... Not a single person reached out. No,
1: like, I'll, like, probably... I can't really think of a new, like an online news outlet that didn't have the story on its front page at some point yesterday. And no one reached out to me for comment. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't try to reach out to Carrie Underwood either. And you know, it's aggregating, is, it's right. how it works. Like, we. I get it. I've blogged before. No, I totally get how it works. But, but it's like, just,
0: it's also gross that this industry has been bled to the point where it's right. like, oh, let's just, <laughs>
2: let's take a tweet let's at face content, value and Let's see, make yeah. content
1: out of this which is like such a nothing it's it's insane. a nothing burger. Yeah. So that's that's our thoughts on that.
0: Don't use your platform to stick people on other people.
1: Yeah. It just like do in whether you're in media, whether, whether you're it's a celebrity, about something whether as you're stupid as the Sunday night football theme song. Right. Or like something more serious. It just the internet is awful sometimes. Like and... Melania
0: Trump says, let's stop cyberbullying. Yes.
1: <laughs> just like Melania says. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So
0: <sighs> should we uh, should we do a rundown? <laughs> All right. So this week we are ranking the news by least to most confusing because there was a lot of confusing stuff that happened. Yeah,
1: and someone tweeted this to us, and it was a great idea. And yeah, I can't remember who. I'm sorry. I know. I feel bad. But I do too. Thank but you. you, thank you. We'll, you did a good job. We'll find you retroactively. And, um, and here, you. here is a very crazy thing. What uh, we. The Steelers and the Patriots played this weekend, and we didn't even open our episode with
0: <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is at, on Sunday after the Patriots lost, which <laughs> we'll get to. Okay. Sorry. Relax. Sorry. sorry. Uh, after the Patriots lost, I was like, hey, guys, you should, you're should. you all going to want to listen to most valuable <laughs> podcasts this week because we're going to have some hot takes. And I was like, wow. Did not, didn't realize how
1: hot the takes are going to get. I can't believe this is our second thing we've talked. But anyway, so this is... What the- happened in the game? <laughs> so... Why are we ranking this least confusing? I feel like this is pretty confusing. No, because it's like... You're right. Everything this week was confusing, so this this is the least of
0: the most confusing. We needed to pick something to be the The least confusing, and this was it, because basically it's pretty straightforward. The Patriots can't play football in December anymore. Yeah. I was not worried after they lost to the Dolphins. I was like, okay, it's a fluke. They always lose in Miami, and then Tom Brady, for two weeks in a row now, has made... Terrible decisions that are not very
1: Tom Brady like. So, did you see the tweet about how teams that lose on a well, like walk off touchdown, like the miracle Miami, whatever yeah. they're calling it, are now are ten are one in ten on the road following those games? Are you I don't know me? if you saw that, but I saw that someone sent it to me on. Did Wednesday. the Dolphins win this weekend? I can't. No, remember. no, no. The Patriot, the losing team. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. So the losing team. That, I explained that very poorly. <laughs> the losing team that loses on a walk off touchdown mm-hmm. or play. Is one in ten on the road the following week? So wow! I, I so saw you're that almost I saw guaranteed that mid-week to lose, and I thought to myself, "Hmm." hmm. See, and the thing is, though, that hmm. with the Pats, I'm never counting them out. Same, and then so the person who sent that to me is a Steelers fan that works at SI, and I told him, um, "But it's Bill Belichick." So right, uh, but the Steelers some the Steelers could not score. They had their starting running back was hurt. Ben uh There was a report that his ribs were cracked, but it was actually he has like some back injury or something. That man is held together with
0: duct tape and hope.
1: <laughs> that is he. Yeah, oh it's my pretty God. crazy. He's always hurt. So one thing that I, I I tweeted about this a little bit, but one thing that stuck out to me from this game was that at halftime, going into halftime, the Steelers had the lead, mm-hmm. and the Patriots had the ball fourth and one. I think it was on around the fifty. It wasn't any really. Steelers territory yet Mm -hmm. but there was about 40 seconds left on the clock and the Patriots lined up as if they're going to go for it Mm -hmm. and then ran the clock you know all the way down to like 10 seconds and then the offense ran off the field and the punt team came out and I think they were trying to like catch the Steelers off guard so that they couldn't return it or whatever Mm -hmm. um Either way, Tony Romo freaked out. He, he thought it was it. the greatest Belichick mind game move. I
0: tweeted that I want a man to someday talk about me <laughs> the way Tony Romo yes. talks about Bill Belichick's play yes. calls because he was just, he and was I, like,
1: I can't believe, how have you ever seen that Belichick play yes. mind games? What? And I'm sitting at home and thinking to myself, why is he, it would have been more impressive if they lined up to punt and then faked and went for the first down right. because the Steelers' defense this year, I don't know if Bill knows this, but they're pretty bad. <laughs> I
0: mean, I know. I think, though, you have a guy You're like Bill Belichick. probably going to get the first
1: down if you have Tom Brady. Right. You have a guy like I Bill
0: Belichick know. who is such a – legend in his field like he I think that people see him do something and it because and I, I'm a Pats fan I, I love Belichick as my coach like, right please never stop coaching and and at the same time I can still recognize like oh
1: people are if Mike Tomlin getting a did little that, bit people are getting like if Mike Tomlin did that Steelers fans would be throwing themselves into the Monongahela river because <laughs> that would have been the biggest bonehead because then the Patriots went in at halftime without a lead and yeah. then they never got They never scored again. I have to tell you, just
0: watching this game felt like putting my brain slowly through a meat (laughs) grinder. I was, it was boring and kind of low scoring. And I was, and I, I felt... It 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 was it ground me down and it had also there were so many penalties there were more red flags in my last three relationships which is really (laughs) saying something and I don't know why we keep putting Gronk on defense red flags or yellow flags yellow flags but I had to say red
1: I'm kidding (laughs) well there were probably there was a challenge there was one red well Mike Tomlin tried to challenge it. A spot, I think. And they were like, you can't do that. I just don't understand why you
0: keep putting Gronk on defense and why Tom Brady (laughs) keeps forgetting how to play. And everyone is worried about Tom Brady's pliable muscles. I'm a little worried about Tom Brady's pliable brain because the mistakes... (laughs) No, seriously. The mistakes he's been making (laughs) are are all in his head. He's getting all in his
1: head about it. And I was just That interception to Joe Hayden. So... I have a theory that Tom Brady is nearing the end of his playing career, and on that play just had a thought where he was like <laughs> thinking to himself, Oh my God, I might retire without ever getting the chance to totally make a <laughs> bonehead play and lob the ball up midfield at a defender. I have to do it. It's now or never. Like I just want to I want to see what it feels like. And so he just did it. and Joe Hayden caught it and came down in bounds. Uh, in an incredible. Athletic play. It was and made uh, Tom Brady look awful. But I think Tom just needed to get it out of his system because I think you know, over the last what sixteen years in the league, he was like I. It's I. I've never done this. He's well, it's like, like, never, it feels I've like, never done. I sixteen seems like a low. I think my problem with the like Patriots 20.
0: right now is that you know, anytime Tom Brady does something stupid or anytime they lose, the hot takes come out. It's like oh, Tom Brady's old. He's done now. And this was the first game where I watched uh, it and I felt like you felt it. Yeah. I, well, was, I felt like for a second, you know, if if – I'm not saying it's over. I'm not right, counting it out because right. it's Tom Brady. Because
1: Patriots fans do this all, all the time. Exactly.
0: It, it, I but just two games will in say, a row. But they were say, two road say, games. I will say but. this felt different.
1: Yeah. And I didn't love it. Yeah, when the Patriots got the ball back with about three minutes – or I think there was a little bit over two minutes left. Um, and they needed basically to score and then either kick an extra point to tie it mm-hmm. or – go for the two-point conversion. I was pretty much convinced that they were going to do that because he threw that bomb to Chris Hogan right up midfield. Yep. It might have been Julian Edelman. It's kind of hard to tell which white guy it is sometimes. You can um, tell
0: Julian because he has the red gloves. You're right.
1: Um, <laughs> but, I mean, they, they came right up field, and then they got a penalty called on them, so it was like first and goal from the 20 or something. And I was like, he's got four shots to throw it to Gronk or Julian Edelman or anyone. Josh, think, Go- right? Josh Gordon, who You'd was think. somehow not on the field. Um, and the Steelers' defense has been blowing coverages all year mm-hmm. on plays like that. So I was like, okay, well, they're gonna it's going to be a walk-off two-point conversion, and they're going to win, and it's going to be the most devastating Steelers Patriots loss Steelers loss That I've ever seen And he overthrew The end zone Like four times It was unbelievable I couldn't believe What I was seeing I've never
0: seen Brady Play like that And also I've never had the feeling You thought they were Going to blow it You thought the Steelers Were going to blow it Yes Normally when I'm watching That at the end I'm like okay It's a Pats We got this I didn't feel that way I watched really? it. I almost texted you with two minutes left and said, we're going to, like, the Pats are going to lose, and I didn't, because I didn't know if that would jinx, like, I didn't want to jinx Right, and you anything. didn't want to, like, trigger me. Yeah, so I just, just right.
1: I didn't say anything, but Thank I you. want you to
0: know that I was convinced it wasn't And I, I tried, not, I tried
1: work. not to, like, rub it in too much, because I know how much it sucks. I mean, at this but point, like... At this point, you're still, you've still won, like, 10 million Super Bowls. The yeah. Steelers have more, but you've won a lot. Okay. Yeah. And... I, I like Steelers fans need the last time the Steelers beat the Patriots, mm-hmm. I was in high school. I was it was two thousand eleven. Well, like that's fucked. That's yeah. really just sad. So I needed this and yeah. I'm very happy that. I'm I glad got you it. had it. Thank I you. you know Steelers needed it. Like their team has not gotten a shit together this season. No. And I think, you know. Better team one. So, okay. Well, you we have to stop talking about this because okay. I'm getting I'm sorry. angry.
0: The AFC standings, Chargers, very beat confusing. The, beat the Chiefs, super confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it means that the Chargers might get home field advantage at StubHub Center, which is a soccer field in yeah, LA. Yeah, it
1: seats 27,000 fans, give or take. And Adam Schefter tweeted this, which I think is very funny. What? Uh, apparently, naming rights for StubHub, the StubHub Center, expire on the 31st <laughs> of December. So, okay. So, what are they going to call it? The Chargers probably going to host a playoff game, uh-huh. might host the AFC Championship. With a 27,000 yeah. seat stadium. And filled with mostly other teams' fans. Yeah. Because they don't really no have really. a home crowd right now. Yeah. Um, but the name of the stadium is going to be Dignity Health Sports Park. Mm. Yeah. God. Why can't we just go back to calling stadiums cool names? I know. I'm so sick of this. Or at least cool, like, like the Staples Center. I'm just kidding. That's (laughs) that's a callback from last week. (laughs) Um, Callback. At least, like, brands, like, with cool names sponsor. Like, Wrigley Field. That's a company, but it's a good, it's, like, a good name. But it's become such legend
2: that it doesn't
0: feel like a company. Like, why do, can't we just do something where we give the companies, I don't uh, want, ugh. It drives me insane, and I don't like that you have all of these words jumbled together that don't even sound good, and right. just it's like a billboard, but it's the name of it's your like stadium. It's like
1: Guaranteed Rate right Field, the White Sox it's stadium. Awful. There is a giant red down arrow. Park down arrow, so much better. A giant red down arrow, that's Guaranteed Rate's logo on the side when you drive down the Dan Ryan in Chicago. It's like I hate the it. saddest shit in the world. I hate the it. Guaranteed Rate Field, down arrow. It's Anyway. So the the
0: Chargers and the Chiefs game this I feel like there's a game every year that's a total fluke to me and I never would have seen coming and it it was the Chargers winning this one.
1: Yeah I think after they beat the Steelers not to bring this back to the Steelers but to bring it back to the Steelers on Sunday (laughs) Night Football I think that gave them a little bit of momentum and like Keenan Allen who was on my fantasy team had zero points and they still won.
0: I also, this matchup just got me thinking, like, if Pat Mahomes is, if Ketchup is trying to sponsor Pat Mahomes, Philip Rivers is about to have nine kids, and I think that he could get, is he sponsored by, like, a diaper company or, or oh, Gerber? Oh, man.
1: I feel like Philip Rivers is one of those, like, cloth diaper people
0: oh for sure yeah well i bet there's a really nice bespoke cloth diaper company that could reach out to him yeah so you know just f- food for thought some free I marketing he has nine
1: kids that's it's so i a mean also i know he
0: has a lot of money but putting nine kids through college is still millions if anyone can do it it's I'm, I'm i'm happy he's an nfl player <laughs>
1: yeah. uh jess your your chicago bears yes are my the bears my little bears this is confusing my little my little bears um Someone called them Cubs, but just kidding. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, the Bears won the NFC North. I have – it's – the thing that is so funny to me about this team being Mm -hmm. good is that, A, when Mitch Trubisky was drafted – Mitchell. Mitchell. Trubisky was drafted. (laughs) People in Chicago literally booed him at a Bulls game where he was, like, shown on the Jumbotron that April. Um, And then if you look at the beginning of the season, before they signed Khalil Mack Mm – like, this team came very close to not having Khalil Mack. I think Khalil that,
0: Mack single-handedly got the Bears into the
1: playoffs. I I mean, he, he sacked Aaron Rodgers with Mitchell, his butt. Yeah,
0: Mitchell, Mitchell, which I would love to be able to go back to Mitch, but I don't want to disrespect him by calling him the wrong name. But Mitchell Trubisky has been way better than I expected him to be. But also, I think that you can trace the success to John Gruden trading Khalil Mack from the Raiders.
1: Yeah, and Trubisky has been a little bit... He's had his, his moments. He hasn't been like that great. No, but he's but been good enough. He's been, he's, been, he's had really great games. They're there. So I, this is just like, this is great for Chicago. Um, I love it. And I'm obviously a Bears fan now. Yeah. So this, I'll take Congrats. it. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats I two, I on have, your Steelers. I have and your two brand. teams in the playoffs this year
0: Stitch Fix. Online personal styling service. It finds and delivers clothes. Jess, my favorite part about this is taking the quiz.
1: Yeah, it's fun to get a little quiz about yourself and your style and realize how awful you are at dressing yourself every morning. Or which that is you
0: only wear sweaters <laughs> and jeans. <laughs>
1: Basically what happened to us. Yeah,
0: we were like, oh my god, this is embarrassing. They were like, do you want like fun, flirty shirts? And I was like, you know what, let's try it. Because <laughs> uh, right now I'm wearing a bum equipment sweatshirt gonna, and leggings and Nikes. I'm wearing s- Nikes a Steelers shirt. And I- a Baker Mayfield headband. I- yep. Wow. We are basically walking ads for people who need Stitch Fix. <laughs> we'll take a picture and tweet this and be like, at Stitch Fix, you up? Um, yep. Go to stitchfix.com slash MVP and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, how much you want to spend on each item, and you will be paired with your very own personal stylist, which is something that usually only very rich people have, mm-hmm. but we are bringing to the masses, and they will handpick items and send them right to your door.
1: Yes, then you try them on, pay for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free.
0: No subscription required, which I love. Yes, because then you just sign up and you get you're it like, whenever
1: you like. Whenever you feel like you need a new little boost to your wardrobe, you I'm like, hey Jess, for a box. I need
0: my fix. And you're like, well, thank God for Stitch Fix. <laughs> uh, so get started now at stitchfix.com/mvp, and you will get an extra 25% off when you keep all items in your box. That's stitchfix.com/mvp to get started today. Jess, hit me with it one more time.
1: stitchfix.com/mvp MVP. MVP.
0: Uh, so the next thing we're going to rank in terms of confusion is I'd <laughs> say this is middling confusing yeah um, it's the names of college football bowl games yeah. I- I'm going to read a few of these we've got the Cherry Bundy Boca Raton Bowl <laughs> Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl Jared Birmingham Bowl <laughs> Jared Birmingham Bowl
1: sounds is like that a guy Sounds like a a stripper. Jared Birmingham, like a, like a like country Magic music stripper. <laughs> yeah. Jared he Birmingham. He like strips, but he has a guitar by- like over his private parts. That's what Jared Birmingham <laughs> Jared Birmingham like. played by Channing Tatum. <laughs> uh, makers Wanted Bahama Bowl. So but- Bakers Wanted is funny because that's the slogan of Elk Grove Village, a suburb of Chicago. And we were in talks with the mayor of yes, Elk Grove
0: and yes. we were supposed to chat with him, but the timing didn't work out because we were in LA. We are very upset. And we didn't I'm so get to talk sorry to, the, to the town of Elk Grove like for we, letting you down by yeah. not having you on our podcast. Yeah.
1: Um, um, but, the, and the Cheese it Bowl, which the Cheese it Bowl is my favorite bowl because that absolutely should be a New, Year, New Year's Six bowl game. Well, it also like Get the Peach sense. Bowl out of here. It's a bowl of cheese. Give us the... Yes, exactly. it Bowl. All of the bowl names should be things that you could put in a bowl. I agree. If
0: you... You asked, you know, like, if we sponsored a bowl, what would we call it? My feeling was, I think, obviously, we would want to go with the MVP bowl, but that gets confusing with the actual right. MVP yeah. award. So I would want, like, a wine company to sponsor us, yes. maybe. We could have,
1: like, the MVP the Char- presented
0: by Aunt Chardonnay Bowl. Aunt
1: Chardonnay. Ooh, that's a good... We need to open I need a to wine make a win- Yeah, Aunt we need Chardonnay. to make
0: a wine called I Aunt was Chardonnay.
1: thinking that if we sponsored a bowl, it would be the most valuable podcast bowl presented by Radio.com, iTunes, and wherever you get
0: That's really good.
1: Or just the gritty bowl.
0: Yeah, that's obvious. But I I think that might be copyright. Well, I think that the Flyers probably have dibs on that. But if the Flyers sponsored, I mean, you never
1: know. I
0: I was also just thinking, like, let's just go with, like, you could do cereal slash soup slash.
1: The soup bowl. bowl. The soup bowl. Why doesn't Campbell's have a bowl game? Or Lucky Charms. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's really true.
0: You know, like I don't understand why they're just writing all these
1: incredible puns. Charlotte was bragging last week because Cinnamon Toast Crunch followed her on Twitter. And I got really mad that I never bragged about the time Corn Nuts followed me. So you're listening to two very famous people right
0: now. We we are real (laughs) in tight with the brands. Also, I think that Combos was going to send me a Combos Christmas sweater. But it hasn't arrived yet. Love
1: brands. I Um, love Combos. One thing I will say about bowl season though, mm-hmm. it is absolutely my favorite time of year. About 6 months ago, my sister wanted me to come to visit her where she lives now, and I told her that this this month of December between like Christmas and January, I can't do it because it's bowl season. I literally and that you was before this. that was before Notre Dame made it to the playoff. Like I told her I will not miss bowl season to travel. I will be If you if anyone wants to tweet at me over the next two and a half weeks and tweet about what bowl game you're watching, I'll probably be watching it. I'll say hey. I will not be
0: watching it. I need to take... Bowl games
1: are 100% my thing.
0: I love that they're your thing. I also love that we have a little bit of, not dead time, but like, you know, it's family Time off, I think I need
1: to... Not watch sports.
0: I need to unplug my brain. I need to stop looking at Twitter. I need to stop looking at Instagram. I need to stop watching sports every single second that I'm alive because I feel my brain bleeding out of my ears and I want to be as good as I can be. Mm -hmm. I want to come back fresh in January.
1: You know how I turn my brain off? How? I lay on the floor with my dog Mm -hmm. on top of me Mm -hmm. and I watch Toledo play FIU. See? In a meaningless game in front of about 10,000 fans. (laughs) I'm so happy you have that. And I put money on it and I lose my money and I love it.
0: I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm going to read books. <laughs> to uh, I don't that? know. Books, I don't know. It's been I'm going to read. Never I have heard a heard list of, before. of 5 books and I'm going to get through them in December at the end of the year and I can't wait. Uh, so the next confusing thing, this was very confusing. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a story about um the Celtics, because there are two guys on Twitter, who, big basketball Twitter guys, uh, who started calling Robert Williams a rookie on the Celtics, Time Lord. And they call him this because they wanted to make fun of how the media turned his being late for conference call and being late to practice into these huge scandals. Um, so it, was, it wasn't a, it wasn't making fun of Williams, it was making fun of the media for doing what the media does, which we've already covered. Right, uh, of course. Danny Ainge didn't like the name, so he suggested that uh, Robert Williams be called Lob Williams. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> the, That's a good nickname. It is a good
0: nickname, but we like. We should
1: call Tom Brady Lob Brady. Oh, ah!
0: Jessica. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry. Nicknames, though, they're not created. Nicknames, No, you have, to be give, you have to be given a nickname. And
0: it has to be organic, And you can, and someone has to come up for, like, I don't want someone to remember exactly why or when they came up with a nickname for me unless it's truly brilliant
1: right like Law williams isn't smart enough do you to have be an, like do you have any good nicknames you know i do and it's
0: funny because all of my nicknames have followed me from different parts of oh. my life from like high school to college college to the real world without people knowing yes
1: the same thing happened to me actually isn't that weird yes, it's very weird like
0: i have c-dubs i have obviously just Shar or wilder um char babe Shar char chuck well that was only one guy Char-babe. shout out alex rubenstein <laughs> Chuck Sharfax is my charfax. favorite. I, yeah, I sometimes call you that in my head. Do you Sharfax? Yeah, you can call yeah that me that was, charfax Sharfax. That was a game that we used to play at SB Nation yeah. when Dan would Dan Rubenstein would give um, people facts about me and they'd have to say whether it was true or false. It's a really
1: good game. It's so, overboard.
0: It's a really fun yeah. fun game. Um, and strange ones for my parents, but like
1: what are what are yours? I have a bun. My my sister for some reason calls mm-hmm. me Smith. She's called me Smidge. I like that. Since I was like maybe like. Six really, it's cute. Smidge is smidge, good, but like now I'm much taller than her, so it's kind <laughs> of funny. She also called me Snaggletooth, which mm, is rude. That's mean Um, but in in high school, people called me like Smetty, Smets, etc. In college, people one of the called me Baytana, which I thought was really Bayt- funny. Bayt- um
0: Well, you realize that by telling people this, we are just setting ourselves up for if
1: people want to call me Baytana, like that's better than Smetana, yeah. and it's probably easier to spell. So if you guys
0: want to call me C Dubs, I mean, you probably already do. <laughs> Uh, there was something else I was gonna say about nicknames um, but my brain is <laughs> bleeding out of my ears, so oh, i can't let's move on okay uh this was was this confusing yeah, this was confusing, yeah,
1: this whole situation is confusing, so Tommy Hawk, the Blackhawks mascot mm-hmm. beat up a fan. Like not just at the United it, Center. Like threw this, slammed this man on the ground. If you haven't seen this video, go check it out because this is the, it
0: was like a UFC cage match. Yes, but it was so, a, a guy dressed up in a bird fuzzy bird suit. Tommy
1: Hawk. It was Tommy it was Hawk. Tommy
0: Hawk. A fuzzy bird suit.
1: Yes. Well, it's sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's fuzzy. It's Tommy Hawk. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. So I. I mean, I get it. Like, Gritty is in the spotlight now, and all the other NHL mascots need to, you know, step it up. S- you need to have some attention on them. But mm-hmm. Tommy Hawk. Went full heel. So what's confusing about this is apparently that the fan who he's who he was beating up attacked Tommy Hawk first mm. and the police are still looking for this guy. They don't know who he is but there are the differing... police are still... Looking- yes, I'm dead serious. There's differing accounts of what happened. People are claiming that the fan didn't attack Tommy Hawk I, I guess. Does the video it's only very confusing. start once they're yes, fighting? Yes, the video starts with Tommy Hawk literally picking this guy off the ground and slamming him. Like it's on his back like it's a re- it's like John Cena would be proud um, look I don't like assault but no, it was no we're not condoning assault
0: but it was pretty funny watching a, a bird just absolutely yeah. destroy him and it wasn't funny I was just no, like it was it was but a if the cognitive guy, dissonance right if
1: the guy who got beaten up provoked Tommy Hawk I mean not that I still you deserve th- to get beaten up but it does make you. It's not like to, it was an unprovoked Tommy Hawk going after a random person. If the guy started it, that know. is different. I yeah. do think
0: that you know he really was. I also on him.
1: yeah. I also read that the fan like tried to take off Tommy Hawk's uh, mascot. Oh well, that's the head, cardinal sin. Which is like, you awful. don't
0: do. like never. Do you know what this reminded me of? What? In 2016, when UNC um, was in the national championship game in the mm. in, in talked, March Madness, you talked to mascots. Yeah, yeah, no, that was a <laughs> That was a different That was, story. That was 2017. Sorry, sorry. In 2016, um, Ramsey's, the UNC Ram, got punched in the stomach at the end of the UNC <gasps> no. tournament. And I watched the video at least 30 times because he really just, like, doubles over. And then I called UNC to find out what happened. And they said it wasn't that he got punched, but, like, someone knocked him over. But then I went back to the video, and it really looked like he got beat up. Yeesh. I know. So,
1: mascots. Not an easy job.
0: No. and All I All
1: respect to mascots. <laughs>
0: shout out mascots. Especially Gritty. Mostly gritty. Um this is confusing.
1: <laughs> this we have a Maroon Five update. Yeah. So hit me. um apparently according to Variety and a few other places, Maroon Five can't find any guest acts for the Super Bowl because a lot of artists are turning them down. Uh apparently because of the NFL Colin Kaepernick situation right now. Um, apparently that's why Rihanna turned them down when they approached her to do the halftime show. Um, this is just really. Uh, this this is, is a tough look wild. for Maroon
0: Five because because they were the only they're people the ones that, who are right who have agreed to do this when everyone else is like, hey NFL, you guys are being really terrible, and now Maroon Five is stuck playing the and which to be you know it's a huge well, deal. This, it's, this is
1: the thing. It's like the biggest show. If you're an artist and you're, you play the Super Bowl, you're on the most watched show of the year, like, of the entire year. And you become a household name. Like, you might already be a household name, but, like, you solidify, you're a, like, there's only been 50 Super Bowls probably like 40, probably less than that because I don't think they started doing the halftime show till like the mid-90s. But anyways, so... Um, the visuals here, though, are not its very them. Yeah, it's very great for them. I mean, either that or if you, you know, maybe it's good for maybe their they're fan go- base. Maybe they're going to make a statement about it during the show. I don't know what they're going to do. I doubt they would. I doubt that too, but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> um, I also read that the halftime show isn't paid. You don't get paid to do it. What? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh I read this God. in Variety. Weird. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think that this is one of those things where both sides of the Kaepernick issue are probably s- are so passionate that you know maybe Maroon Five was banking on all the angry, you know, in my opinion, idiots because like come <laughs> on, but like are are banking everyone just being like, oh, like great, they took you know all these other people are turning them down, so it's just a very sticky situation, and I wouldn't want to be in it.
1: I think the only way that they um, you know come out of this looking good is if they just play Sweet Victory from
0: Spongebob which yes. I learned about last week and on um, loop I think the only Mercedes song they Ben's, should play is Merce- Sweet Victory yes
1: Mercedes-Benz Stadium tweeted a gif of Spongebob from Band Geeks so I don't know what that means but I think it means that it might happen I if it doesn't
0: happen Maroon 5 is they're screwed <laughs> idiots <laughs> they're so screwed um, okay we're winding
1: down here man we have so much news this week so much stuff happened um Okay. Uh, second most confusing thing of the week was Marlins Man getting a getting ahead of the story. <laughs> so we'll explain this in a second. But just first, tell everyone who Marlon's okay, man is. Okay. Yeah. I we should definitely backtrack here because Marlins Man's a kind of like an internet phenomenon. He's an institution in the sports world. Unfortunately, yes. so Marlins Man is a guy from Florida who sits behind home plate at used to be just be Marlins games now now it's basically any primetime baseball game his name
0: is Lawrence Levy and he's a lawyer yes. and he has a ton of money so he just flies around the country right. going to every big and game and he
1: wears these orange Marlins jerseys and orange visors um, so you can recognize him on TV and he's kind of just become an internet thing because of his personality and just like the way he is he's very Which, strange and he always talks about
0: supporting the troops and right. and all if you all follow the him on he does twitter
1: but- then you kind of will like get what he's about like He's just, he He is very like, um, I don't know, his personality he, he ha- has become a thing now in the sports world. In a way that is not, well, we'll get there. So yes. what? Marlins
0: right. man this week tweeted something out that was very funny. Yes, yes. He said, "So I am putting this out there before someone accuses me of hiding it." <laughs> dot dot missing missing a dot there. Twenty nineteen is is one hundredth anniversary of at MLB Black Sox scandal. And yes, Arnold Rothstein was relative. His sister Edith Rothstein married Henry Lustig, owner of Longchamp restaurants. His niece, my mom, is Janice Lustig, Janet Lustig. So. Here's Marlon's man getting out, getting, ahead, ahead getting, of, quote, getting... <laughs> getting ahead of a story that no one knows about or cares about whatsoever to once again insert himself into a story that doesn't exist. Can
1: I, tell, can I read this quote from the big lead? I thought Please. this was one of the funniest things I've read all week. Quote, that's right. 100 years ago, eight Chicago White Sox players conspired with gamblers to throw the World Series. One of the racketeers involved was Arnold Rothstein. His sister married a restaurateur. His niece gave birth to Marlon's man. Put away all the strings and pushpins. The case has been cracked. Blown wide open by a person loosely involved. Smart move by Marlins man to get ahead of this and take all the steam out of the upcoming exposé. <laughs> Listen, the man unquote. the man knows PR. I have to say m-
0: this tweet from Marlins man was the equivalent of sitting front row at a big game.
1: Yep. This was
0: this is like this none of this is about you, but you're going to make this about you and your stupid orange hat, sorry, visor. Whoa. Visor. visor. can I can I tell my Marlins man something? Yes, story? please. So, I know this guy uh in brag. <laughs> No, I, that's a real brag. Okay. Brag, brag. <laughs> I'm bragging Charlotte about this. don't knows Marlon's Man. So Marlon's Man doesn't like me, though, because at the 2017 MLB All-Star Game in Miami, he was there, and I wrote about him. And we sat down in the Marlon's Diamond Club, mm. which is the fancy place, and he was eating a piece of cake with um, all the layers were rainbow
1: colored. I always wanted to make one of those.
0: It's a yeah. gr- little grosser in person. Okay. i man, like that's fair. Pretty garish. He ate the cake, uh, and I wrote about this. So maybe we'll tweet on the yeah. <laughs> maybe
1: we'll tweet story. Find it. Google Marlins man Charlotte Wilder. Yeah,
0: yeah. He he ate the cake um, by color, but like in an unordered. He didn't eat the frosting, and he only ate the cake. In like the it, it was like watching a s- serial killer try to eat something. I'm not saying. Martin man is a serial colour. Right, but Maybe he we'll did something
1: very peculiar. So
0: he starts talking and he says very sexist things and like talks about how he likes watching children jump on the, up in the down. record, right? He looks at my phone, he points to it, and he goes, You recording this? And I was like, Yeah And he goes, Good And I was like, <gasps> So in the story I wrote, <laughs> like I tried to you Casp. know I kind I felt a I, I almost felt a little pity for him because he's clearly uh you know, there's something He's not a happy person. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, he said
1: things that were not.
0: He talked about okay. his dad, and I, di- I just it got very weird. So I, I, you know, wrote the story. I didn't blast him or anything. I just sort of put. You just wrote about what there. he said and like did because at this time, you know, there was a ton of positive press about how this guy is amazing, and I was like, well, there's kind of another side of the story. But so he really he didn't like that at all that I wrote that, and he stuck his Twitter people on mm. me. So I was in a Twitter fight with Marlon's man. But in a Twitter fight with Marlon's Man, you kind of just have to say nothing.
1: Yeah. You can't really win that one. Or he was on the record. Like, he knew you were going to write a story about him and still said all of the creepy or whatever you want to call them things that he said. So I don't know how it's your fault that you wrote the story that he knew you were recording on your recorder to write. But but Marlon's Man got ahead of the story, so... So, g- he should have gotten ahead of my story is what he should have done. Yeah. He should have tweeted,
0: hey, heads up, Charlotte Wilder is writing about me. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Next time, maybe. Uh, okay, the most confusing thing yeah. this week, and the reason we're ranking things based on confusion,
1: is because there was an NBA trade that went so horribly wrong. This was one of the funny, funnier things that's happened in a long time It was on NBA Twitter. Yeah, so there was a, a trade attempt between three different teams trying to get... Trevor Ariza to... Trevor Ariza's on the Suns, and the Wizards were trading for him, I believe. And there there was a three-team trade involving a player named Brooks. Last name Brooks. Last name Brooks. But the problem was that the whole thing fell apart because... So one GM thought that they were trading for Dylan Brooks, and the other thought they were trading for Marshawn Brooks, two different players. And this deal was, in principle, agreed upon, but Mm -hmm. Trevor Ariza wasn't available to be traded till the next day. This right. happened like late Friday night. So I think what happened was that the GM saw Adrian Wojnarowski and other basketball Twitter people tweeting about... You know, all the insiders right. with, the, with their little nuggets of information. I think they saw them tweet about which Brooks was in the trade and realized that they were both confused about <laughs> which Brooks they were talking about. So then all of a sudden the deal got canceled because they couldn't agree on which Brooks to trade Slash /keep. So like this whole thing happened with probably in the span of 30 minutes. Yeah. There was a trade it was agreed on
0: some people tweeted about people it. People
1: tweeted about it. Basketball GMs looked at Twitter apparently and saw or maybe like a reporter called them and was like, "Hey, just clarifying, you're talking about Dylan, right?" right. And they were like, "No." And then there was like this three-way like game of telephone going on with NBA GMs and they were all didn't realize they it were talking kind of, about a different person. It was like
0: a who's on first of the yes. 21st century. It was like, very funny. This
1: broke and it reminded me of
0: like Dating guys at a New England prep school and, like, you put the wrong note in the wrong Brooks's locker. There's so many Brooks's. And this is just, this is something I would totally do. Yeah. And you'd be like, whoa, wait, which Brooks are we getting? And I'd be like, oh, shit.
1: Well, this is why having a weird name like Smetana is actually. True. No one's ever going to be like, which Smetana are we talking about? There's so
0: many of them. I feel it may be the same way with Wilder.
1: Yeah, I don't know many
0: Wilders. No, I... Weirdly though a bunch of started following me on Twitter, <laughs> which I love. I'm like, "Hey
1: guys, like yeah, welcome." Are we are we related? I don't know, but hey. But hey, what's up? Yeah. Um this was very funny and very confusing week all around. And I will say, you know, you you complain about your name
0: sometime, but like on the bright side, at least you'd never get traded to the wrong NBA team. That's so true. I know. You're stuck on Most Valuable Podcast. Yeah.
3: Happy <laughs> you can't to be get here. traded to another Happy podcast.
0: To be here. <laughs> Okay. Okay, Outdoor Voices is a company that makes high-quality, attractive... App-
1: <laughs> it says active apparel, I, and Charlotte a, said attractive apparel. But it is attractive it apparel. It is attractive apparel.
0: It's very cute. It takes you from gym life to everyday life, seamlessly and fashionably, and I've never felt like... I don't usually feel like one of those women who's put together and like looks good at workout classes. Like This is not yeah, my vibe. right, I go to
1: work out. Yeah, but, but when I wear You can this, do both.
0: When I wear Outdoor Voices, I'm like, oh my god, am I doing it?
1: Right. No, that's I love... Outdoor Voices sent us some really great stuff mm-hmm. that I've pretty much worn every day since they sent to me. It's super comfortable. Me too. It's great. Just great Very flattering workout stuff. I wore my workout crop top when we hiked to the top of the Hollywood sign last yes, week. Yes,
0: you did. And Outdoor Voices. We- and my
1: Outdoor Voices shorts, too, actually. Oh, my God. You are yeah. in a full outfit. I know. I didn't do it on purpose, but um, it's fine. It's cute. What
0: I love about Outdoor Voices, in addition to their great clothes, is that they also host events across the country to keep you capital doing things and you meet new friends along the way whether it's through events or their hashtag on social hashtag doing things uh the brand likes bringing exercisers together who live for fun yeah which is basically us to a t
1: yeah and outdoor (laughs) voices clothing is engineered for performance and designed for having fun with a fabric offered for every single type of activity so you can get like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna walk around and chill fabric or you can get like yoga stretchy like need that stretch yeah
0: or you can get like i'm gonna go for a long ass run right free form is a cozy and soft material tech sweat textured compression i mean it's just it's the all cl- great the cloud net shirts are my favorite yeah they're so comfy i don't have one i would take one of those oh. um so our call to action you guys <laughs> you gotta go for 20 percent off your first order of 100 bucks or more which is an insane deal
1: yeah it- you should die. if you haven't gotten Christmas presents for the people in your life yet, I think this is a great great place to start because I think you get 20% tuned. off of your or first for yourself, order of $100 or more.
0: Go to outdoorvoices.com/mvp and enter MVP and you'll get 20% off your first order of $100 or more.
1: slash mvp
0: Okay. Unprotected segs Yes. Um, Jess, can we do True Gritty first this week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. When we last saw Fanny and Gritty, they Mark Davis had locked them in the under construction new Raiders in stadium mm-hmm. in Vegas. So they're in it. And he shut the lights off. <clears throat> Fanny and Gritty fumbled around in the dark to try to find the light switch. The electricity appeared to have been cut, though, so they remained in darkness. Gritty squeaked his little hands, a nervous habit he picked up on Sesame Street when Sweetums and Big Red used to be late to pick him up from Oscar's Oscar's trash can in the evenings after school. Fanny lifted his shirt up and shined a ray of light out of his (gasps) belly button. Gritty looked at him, shocked. I got some tricks on my sleeve, er, shirt, too, you know, Fanny said. With the light, Gritty examined the door. It was a thick metal slab that looked like it had come from a safe at the Bellagio. They slumped down against it. As Gritty's fuzzy butt hit the floor, he heard a hollow sound. Did you hear that, Fanny? Gritty said. I think this is a trap door. They pulled up the shag wall-to-wall carpeting that Mark Davis had installed in every office, and lo and behold, there was a square cut out in the concrete with a hinge on one side and a handle on the other. Fanny tried it, and the slap creaked open to reveal a dark tunnel that smelled like (laughs) beer and cigarettes. The monsters looked at each other. Did we do it? Gritty asked. Fanny shook his head. We never had a choice, Grit. Fanny squeezed himself through, literally putting a round peg through a square (laughs) hole, no easy feat, and dropped a few feet with a soft thud. He then reached up and pulled Gritty through. Gritty, Fanny shone his, (laughs) sorry, Fanny shone his light through the tunnel. There was a thin layer of water pooling on the bottom of the big pipe they'd found themselves in and the darkness went on for what seemed like miles. So the monsters reached up and closed the hatch and started walking. They'd gone no further than ten steps when they heard clanging overhead and a visceral scream. No! Mark Davis screamed inside the room. My mascots! I'll find you! Gritty and Fanny took off. They didn't know where they were going, but they knew they had to go. Oh
1: my god, they escaped! They escaped. Fanny has a flashlight coming out of his belly button? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god <laughs> that thought
0: brought to you by the train at 8 a.m this morning oh. i was like well i
1: was like how are they gonna see
0: it? and then i was like oh obviously fanny has the flashlight in his that's, belly button oh my god fanny right well if gritty has squeakers in his hands oh i love gritty i should probably call the phillies and be like hey just so you know you're gonna need to attach a flashlight to your mascot's stomach now this is canon this is canon <laughs>
1: that's so great i love it um Okay, we have, we,
0: unfortunately for you guys, we don't have an Aunt Char this week because she's busy. She had to go shopping with Martha Stewart again. Yeah,
1: she's at Tiffany's. She is busy. Yeah, she, she had to return. I don't want to talk to her anyways. Well, I mean, I, I like when you talk to her.
0: I'm a little biased. She's my, you know. I know, I know. Um, but we have a ton of Aunt Char coming up for our Gritmas special. Gritmas
1: Spectacular.
0: Sorry, Gritmas Spectacular, which you should all send in questions for. We're recording it uh soon and then we're going to release it the day before christmas
1: also known as christmas eve
0: <laughs> i'm jewish hey you're right you're right you're right uh but we do have an ask a youth this
1: week which is yes.
0: i've seen a lot of people just talking about tiktok t-i-k no space t-o-k i don't know what that's tiktok
1: is. on the club no not the kesha Not the i'm Ke- just i know the i know i know you're talking about tiktok yeah it's, what is it it's an app okay. have you ever heard of the app musically no OK, well, <laughs> you're like,
0: I'm starting so TikTok
1: is now like the biggest app. OK, probably second to Facebook and maybe Instagram. Are you serious? Yeah. Like has millions and millions of users.
0: I'm a little alarmed that I spend so much time in the Internet and I don't know.
1: Right. Is I, it like niche? No, it's pretty big now at this point. Huh. So it's an app where you can record yourself basically lip syncing to songs and oh, you can also I've record seen these videos yes, you've probably seen them on twitter because people now like tweet put them onto like screen record them and put them on twitter okay there's also like compilations of like cringiest tiktok videos on youtube which Eesh. are really cringe okay and that's like a whole tiktok subculture basically is okay people that record videos that are just easy targets to get made fun of but that's not why that's a whole separate thing okay And don't cyber bully people. Don't cyber bully people. But anyways, like main mainstream TikTok is like people recording themselves singing songs and doing like weird dances. It's kind of like Vine. Well, this is my question to you. Yeah. Should we make an MVP TikTok account? It's kind of become like the new Vine where people can get really famous. Like there are, you know, nine year old TikTok users who have 20 million followers now. Yeah, let's try it.
0: And let's make an MVP TikTok, or you know what? Let's let's play around with let's it a make, little bit. Let's make
1: a poll on Twitter.
0: Should we make a TikTok? No, because everyone's gonna say yes. You're Let, right. <laughs> let's, let's let's play around with it a little bit, and then on the Gripness Spectacular, we'll announce our findings. Right. It's
1: uh. So yeah. Anyways, TikTok is.
0: Wow, I learned so much doing this podcast about <laughs> the youths.
1: Yeah, it's a thing now, and I think you're probably gonna start hearing more and more about it. And it's also kind of like the last app to not oh. really have. No, not the last app ever. No, I was going to say the last app to not have advertisements on it yet. Oh, Um, so it's still It's owned by a Chinese company, and I think that they have just been paying for it with, like, venture capital. I don't think that they've been, like, getting sponsorships and stuff like that.
0: Well, let's use it before it sells out. Yeah. Let's do it. By the way, I'm available to sell out,
1: and we're also really good at lip syncing. We are really lip-syncing. good lip syncing. We had an incredible
0: when we were in L. A. for Sports Person. Should we talk
1: about our personal news? Yeah, our
0: personal news this week. We we got to get out of here soon uh, because we're take we've taken way too much time in the podcast studio today. But our personal news is that we went to L. A. for Sports Person right. of the Year, met some incredible people. Um, I hosted the red carpet. Just produced the show. John Cena is my new favorite person of all time. Yeah, but we were we had a rental car that we named we got it from Hertz, so we named it Jalen Hertz, like A G R T Z. Yeah, pretty clever, funny. And we were we had gone for a hike and we were lip syncing. No, we were actually just singing. We were singing Bobby McGee belting by Janis Joplin. And this guy pulls up next to us and our windows are rolled down (laughs) and he just he looks at us and started laughing and we didn't break. Yeah, character. At all. We just sang it to him
1: with water bottles as microphones, and then was, we drove. It was away. a very special moment. It was. Maybe we'll release that footage. Someday. Un, un, released footage.
0: BTS behind the scenes, yes. most valuable yes. podcast on the road.
1: But um, all I gotta say about LA, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's really, really nice there. It's beautiful. It's really nice there. It was sunny. It was sunny. Other than uh, the haze of smog and pollution, that kind of and the traffic and the trap. The traffic. <laughs> The traffic you're not kidding about that traffic no we went on like the 405 and like it was oh my god so the 405 car- was so but backed up real talk when we got yeah. in our car and got on the 405 it was backed up it was backed up and there is a carpool lane <laughs> and charlotte veered across maybe four lanes of traffic to get in the carpool lane crossed two mm-hmm. double yellow lines i did that. two four so four lines total yeah well,
0: you were like, "Hey, there's a carpool aid. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I just got us in there. And then you were like, "Whoa,
1: that's super legal." And I was
0: like, "There are no cops." I was cops. like,
1: "You can't cross a double yellow I was like, line "I checked ever. the rearview mirror.
0: There were no cops. We were fine. It was fine."
1: Um we made it. Okay, this week we have we have two call debs for you. Yes, but one's like a call deb is it sports crossover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're calling my sister Deb, who lives in Madagascar. Mhm. If you've probably heard us talk about
0: Because she has a question about whether something is sports or not. Yes. And And it's a really good one. And then
1: we're going to call Deb. Mom Deb. My mom Deb. Deb. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad saying like Deb one and Deb two, but like there's two Debs. I think it's mom Deb and sister Deb. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Sister Deb first. Sister Deb. Is it sports? Here we go.
3: Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Jessica. How are you guys?
1: Good. How are... Well...
0: (laughs) We're good. We're good. How are you?
3: I'm I'm good.
1: Um, okay, so you have an Is It Sports for us today?
3: I do. Uh so as as some of you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jessica and Charlotte being the sum, uh I live in Madagascar and my uh my Is It Sports is uh topical to hear since our elections uh for president are tomorrow. And mm-hmm. it is the, as we all know. Oh oh yeah, as 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 everyone knows. Um so it is the the guy who led the coup in two thousand nine uh, versus the guy. Yeah, yeah, there was a coup in two thousand nine. Mm. Um, the- versus versus the guy who was cooed.
2: Oh my god! <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> wow. Wait, so have they gotten to a point where they can like? Are they civil? Do they have to debate yeah. each other? How does this? Are they not mad? They, at each yeah, other they've all done the
3: time? debates they've done debates the the guy who did the coup like has bought all of these like uh like buses that are just going around blasting malagasy music with like people you know waving flags and shouting so that's been really fun uh getting stuck behind them on the roads oh my god what what
1: is your what is your is it sports
3: so is a coup d'etat sports
0: i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with a hard yes
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely competitive. It's competitive. I think you could probably write about it on a sports website. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, governments
0: affect sports games, so, like, whether they
1: can happen or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Didn't you say that, like, Madagascar qualified for the Africa Cup for the first time this year?
3: Yeah, for the first time. Ever. That's amazing. And really relevant to Yeah, them. good for them. They also beat South Africa in a friendly match before the World Cup, which is really embarrassing for South Africa.
1: <laughs> well, the US Or really great for Madagascar. Soccer team's pretty embarrassing too. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I I feel like this one's sports I
0: with no disrespect to, you know, actual government, but right. I think I mean, I think the government in general I mean, I think the United States politics is definitely sports, just like the worst, absolute possible yeah, kind of sports. Just sports
1: that you don't want to watch. How long do coups All... generally last, Deb? Uh,
3: well, the one in two thousand nine lasted three days, uh, which I, like there have been cricket matches that have been <laughs> like longer than that, right? That's right. V-
1: that's very true. I feel like the longest cricket match was like a couple months or something. Was it?
3: Yeah, cricket matches like don't
1: end. We should go to a cricket match. And
0: be There's and like, and, like move match. into the stadium yeah. and
1: never leave.
3: There's the cricket match always going on.
0: Yeah, basically. Anywhere in the
3: world. And it's like one of those one of those things one. you can set your watches to. Wow,
0: well, Deb, well, thank you for this. Is it sports? Can you keep us posted on uh the can politics you, can you over vote? there?
1: Oh no. no, I can't vote. No. no. I'm just double checking. <laughs> I mean I assumed you can't, but
3: no, they do that thing where they like put ink on your thumbs too. So then you see people walking around with ink on their thumbs for like three days. Mm.
0: It's like a political. Well, I was gonna make another. I was gonna make yeah. a joke that I'm not gonna make. I mean,
3: it, it's not as good as those stickers that they give out at home, though. Yeah. No, that's true. But I love the stickers. You know,
0: proof of civic engagement is always a plus. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take it. Yeah. We'll
3: take it. <laughs> All but, right, but seriously, don't don't be scared to come to Madagascar. It's beautiful. We have like lemurs and and. Have you, seen, and Baobabs.
0: have you seen the Disney Madagascar? I feel like I ask Jess this every time she talks about how and you I'm live like, in Madagascar. No.
3: No, I saw a dubbed-over version in French uh, of the second one, and I fell asleep during it. <laughs> you should
0: you should watch the first one. It's it's really fantastic, and I'm sure a completely accurate representation <laughs> of your life there with talking animals.
3: Yeah, but, but Madagascar is safer than Chicago, so come here. Beautiful. <laughs> thanks, Deb.
0: thanks, devs. Right. I do, see, see, you soon, but, yeah, yep. see you soon, but yeah, see you soon in a few months. Bye. <laughs>
3: All right, see you guys. Sorry about the Patriots. Uh, yeah, thanks, Deb.
0: That's good. That's, that's a good ending. Perfect. <laughs>
3: Just need to rub it in a little bit. No, it's good. Oh. I appreciate
0: it. <laughs> bye.
3: <laughs> sorry. All right, bye. Sorry about the Patriots. I did
1: not tell her to say that.
3: I'm really impressed. I'm actually as impressed you sit she here knew in your Steelers this, shirt. This, this,
1: sorry, I had to wear. It. The only
0: reason she knew is because of your family group text.
1: Oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. I'm <laughs> like, she wasn't watching the Steelers game. That was on at like 3 a.m. I'm like, I know, how, I know how this works.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're right. Thanks, uh, Deb. Oh, I love that. That was a good one. We that got was our other Deb. Yeah, those yeah. Are, we have two Debs. two Debs. Two Debs. But we're two still going yeah, to call Deb. Yeah, uh, we're going to call Deb because we have some sad news. No. A, we need some dog mm. help. Should we just call her right now? Yeah, let's call Deb. Can we call Deb? <laughs> From one Deb to another. Deb to Deb. Deb to Deb. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hello. Hi, Deb. Hey, good morning. How are you two? We're
0: good. We just talked to Jess's sister, Deb, and now we're calling my mom, Deb.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's a day of Deb. Yeah. Oh, Deb Day. Deb
0: Day. Yeah. um, Because Jess's sister lives in Madagascar and was telling us about the elections there and whether those were sports, and they are.
2: Oh, yes. You know, I think all of these elections remind us that sports have very serious origins.
0: Yeah. True. For sure. And,
2: True. and uh it is sports, but sports is deadly sometimes. Oh Lord.
0: <laughs> oh oh uh, sports are sports are we learned that this
2: week. Sports, and sports are
0: theme songs.
2: Yep. Sports <laughs> are deadly. I know. They um, really are.
0: Can you give us an update on the dog, please?
2: Oh, well, there's not a lot to tell for those of you who haven't been following. We have a beautiful German Shepherd oh, year old puppy. Yeah. Named Echo, whom we all love passionately, and Echo has some kind of infection that is not going away, and she's still in the hospital, and as of this morning, we're clueless, but we'll probably do some more tests and bring her home this afternoon. Well,
1: maybe someone who listens to the podcast will have had a similar experience and will send you unsolicited tips and advice on what to do about your sick. (laughs) puppy yeah oh, that
2: well she's in a Maybe. wonderful hospital and they're taking very good care of her she had pneumonia and that responded yeah. to antibiotics but whatever the underlying infection is has not responded to a series of brutal antibiotics Honestly, so we're trying yeah sick
0: dogs <laughs> is the saddest thing in the entire world.
2: Yes. Oh my goodness. So we need
0: everybody yeah. send Echo your good your good vibes. Yes, yeah, send her.
2: But I thought you know just on a more positive note, mm-hmm. I thought since mm-hmm. it's almost the solstice mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we needed to talk about um, the Boston winter sports update.
0: Oh, okay. What's up?
2: Well, first of all, in the swimming pool where I swim, the lifeguard was wearing a down parka yesterday.
0: (laughs) Did you? (laughs) I'm sorry. So here's my question. Did you see the lifeguard wearing a down parka and get in the pool anyway?
2: Uh, I saw him. I said, this is not encouraging. And I got in the pool anyway. You're so nuts. Is this an outdoor pool? No, 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 it's an indoor pool. And it's that cold? (laughs) Was the heat broken? (laughs) The, the whole pool had broken, so they were trying to get the heat up, and they, oh my God. they'd gotten it kind of up to oh. 70, but it was I hate cold. being cold. I do, too. I hate it. I'm well, so
0: impressed. Whenever you just—you swim in very cold water, and I used to—a lot I used to go with you, and then I think I hit a point where I just didn't want to be cold anymore. Yeah. The
2: well, worst. then I hit a point where life is short, you might as well jump in. So <laughs> life discovered... is short, you <laughs> might as well
0: be warm. That's these my are, motto. These are competing theories of these swimming. Are, these
2: are competing theories. But on the other hand, a woman I know swam in Walden Pond on Sunday That's without crazy. a wetsuit for five whole minutes. Oh, oh my God. Is look. she alive? She. I saw her. She was alive and kicking. How many toes yes. does she have? Yeah, how many did she lose? She only,
0: <laughs> Lost a she lot of good said, toes out there.
2: My toes were numb after swimming in that pool, wow.
0: but she you know said
2: that there were people in wetsuits swimming in Walden, swimming across the pond on Sunday. Wow,
0: that is sports. So, That's hardcore sports. Um, my favorite
1: Happy Holidays. My favorite chapter. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. My least favorite chapter of Harry Potter is the chapter in the Deathly Hallows where he has to jump into the freezing pond to get the sword oh, of Gryffindor. Yeah, I read that the first time and wanted to scream and vomit. <laughs> I hate.
2: Well, I have to tell you that your it. friend Charlotte has been known to jump in the Atlantic Ocean.
1: Yeah, I'll jump in, but then... because it's there. But then yeah. I get out. Like, I like jumping in and think out. think of, like, when Hugh Freeze jumped into Lake I Erie, when he was like, if we go Owen 16 I'll jump into Lake Erie, and then they did. And then he jumped into Lake Erie, and his, like, pants fell down, and everyone saw his butt.
2: <laughs> well... Well... I think, that, <laughs> I think that there's something kind of wonderful about tightening your bathing suit before you jump in. We <laughs> yeah, can board. all agree
0: on that. That's on him. He didn't tie his uh, pants up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we all agree that that was, that was a logistical mistake and it had nothing to do with the temperature of the water. Uh, well. <laughs> I could go there, but we're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so could I. <laughs> okay. On that note, um, Deb. Deb. Thanks,
2: Deb. My My Deb. Deb we love you. <laughs> Uh, we love you, If and please send best wishes to Echo, and we'll keep updating. Okay.
0: Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Me too. You know what I love? What? Is how most podcasts will be like, this week we have guests, you know, like... Steve, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't think of a single was famous like, person. Steve. I couldn't think. I was gonna say Steve Jobs. I thought of like <laughs> three dead. right off the bat that I we was met say last like, week. We have person. like, or like, we have Bill Gates on this week's pot, and we're like, uh, this week we have Deb my mom and, Deb. and your sister, <laughs> and that's really all I'm. I mean, if famous people, people want to come, people on, always that's ask fine. if we're
1: gonna like start doing having guests on, and I think to answer that question, probably at some point, but I mean. It just has to be like the right, yeah. the right guest. We're not going to just have
0: famous people right. on to have famous people. Right.
1: We've already, we've been in talks with a few people. Yeah. Well, not to give anything away. Not to but give anything I away. I do
0: have a text message back. Oh, oh you that haven't says, told me this yet. Yeah. Well, the person was like, sorry, I'm not around on <laughs> <stage.">
1: <laughs> So I was like, yep, cool. Okay. Uh, well, maybe, maybe we'll in the new try year. Year in the new year. <clears throat> but um, yeah, eventually we'll
0: probably have guests on. Yeah. But. So if any famous people want to come talk to us and you're interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, te- text us. Text me. To DM, Twitter. Reach Call out. beat me, beep me if you want to reach out. Oh, God, out. I'm going to have that stuck in my head now. <laughs>
0: Sorry. All right, we're going to close out with a 30-second rant from Jess. It's not a Dame rant. It's a college football playoff expansion rant.
1: Ready, on your mark, get set, go. Okay, I know that everyone thinks that since I'm a Notre Dame fan, I should be pro-college football expansion because it basically gives an automatic bid to players to teams that aren't in a power five conference like Notre Dame. And I don't think Notre Dame should ever join a conference, which I talked about two weeks ago, but I'm not a really big fan of this because I think that to ask unpaid athletes to play over 15 games a season is kind of a lot. And I think that it's not really great for the athletes. And I think that we should think about the athletes first, because they're the people that are not getting paid for their services. Um, and I think that if we have an eighteen playoff there's gonna be teams in the playoff that have two, maybe even three losses sometimes. And I don't think that uh, the six, seven and eight seeds are even gonna be competitive in the playoff. Maybe a sixteen playoff with a play in game for okay. the two number one seeds that uh, you know, have a bye week and then we do. Your like rant a, a runneth team. over. Yeah. But anyways, if you wanna fight with me, I'm I'm open to a dialogue.
0: No, a a no, respectful I, dialogue. Yeah, a
1: respectful <laughs> a respectful dialogue. I mm-hmm. this is definitely something that I think there's really not like a right or wrong answer right now. I yeah. think we need to kind of explore all options. But I'm always down to talk about it. Um, Slide into those DMs. I love talking about football, but only
0: with nice football stuff. Yeah, we're not talking about any songs.
1: Just, no, I love. Just I love songs. every song. Every song is perfect. There's never been a song that I have hated. No, I love same. every song. And
0: anyone singing it, I love.
1: Yeah. Them too. Because if you hate a song, you you hate the person who sang it. Well, that's how it works.
0: Yeah. That's how criticism works. Right, right, right. Yeah. Every every criticism is a personal attack. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That's all we got for you this week. Listen here on Apple Podcasts, radio.com, wherever you get your shows. We're on Spotify. Yeah.
1: And tune in for our Gritmas Spectacular. Send us questions for it.
0: It's going to be so fun. Unshar sure is hanging around for a while. Yes. We also um, follow us on. At most v podcast on Twitter yes. and at most valuable podcast on Instagram.
1: And we'll be back on, like we said, for our Gritmas Spectacular and on January 2nd for our post New Year's uh, extravaganza. Extravagan- we'll call it that. Yeah, we've got a post Gritmas New Year's Spectacular. Extravaganza. And then we'll be back on our normal Tuesdays and after about, that. Yeah, perfect. Great. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love you. <laughs>